Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. So Sarah, the weather's been getting so nice outside, especially since summer's approaching. Exactly, but yet we still don't get outside that often during the day. I mean, only for gym class, but to be honest, I don't really enjoy running in 90 degree weather. I just want to sit outside and enjoy the fresh air. Although you do get to go outside for gym, that's only for one semester. So the other semester, we're stuck inside every day. And cardio is only like 30 minutes, and oftentimes we go back inside. So with that being said, today we're going to be discussing the current issue of classes not going outside enough. Even though going outside can distract kids or make it not as great of an experience with the uneven ground, there are so many more benefits than negatives to going outside. Going outside can help your physical and mental health, and it improves your social and school life, which is why Pewaukee High School should have an outdoor learning commons for students. Rachel, you mentioned mental benefits. Could you elaborate on that? No. Just kidding. According to the University of Arizona, just 20 minutes outside is equivalent to a cup of coffee. It wakes you up and energizes you for the rest of the day. I was shocked when I heard this. I know how important my iced coffee is to me in the morning, so to hear that it had the same benefit really made me think that we should go outside more. Whoa, that's crazy. I know in ACP, we talk about how being outside helps your mental well-being, and it can be used as a coping strategy. Do you have any more statistics on that? Yeah. In the same study from the University of Arizona, they saw that going for a walk allows for you to feel up to 20% better afterwards. It allowed for much more focus when going back inside, and it reduced aggression. People are also just generally happier after going outside. Although going outside won't get rid of mental illness, it has been shown to help reduce anxiety and depression temporarily, which has been on the rise since COVID. Those do all seem like such good benefits. I know, right? But there are more benefits than just the mental ones. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of physical benefits to going outside and and taking a break from learning inside the classroom. Many kids come to school in a bad mood, not looking forward to the day, not really wanting to learn. So when students are stuck inside for the majority of the day, it can just make that worse throughout the day. Oh, I bet. Especially when I'm stuck awake doing homework all night, and then when I get to school, I'm super stressed and I just don't want to be there. Exactly. So when kids are able to get time outside, it can actually lower your blood pressure and end up lowering your stress overall, which can help wake kids up, like you said, and allowing them to learn more throughout the day. Is this scientifically proven, or are you just assuming this? Actually, I'm glad you asked. According to the University of Arizona, cortisol levels drop by up to 12% and your relaxation levels increase by up to 55%. Now, Sarah, I'm a scientist. What is cortisol? Cortisol is actually a stress hormone that can affect many things in your body, such as your glucose in your bloodstream and your immune system. Meaning, if we don't get outside more, this can have really bad effects on us in the future. Speaking of our future, actually, having us go outside more would actually help students have a 12% lower rate for early mortality and help us age much more gracefully. You've really opened my eyes to the health benefits of going outside, which makes me surprised that we haven't looked into this sooner. This made me think though, if there are so many different benefits for our mental and physical health, what about our social health? Our social health is just as impactful to our lives as mental and physical health, which is why you need to keep just as close of an eye on it. If we continue to stay inside, there can be several consequences to the student body. One in particular might be how we typically only stick to doing our schoolwork one way, never really exploring the other options out there. You're right. I've noticed that the amount that we use technology compared to doing our work on paper is very different. Isn't it true that if you're able to go outside, we have different ways of learning than just on the computer, helping students get away from their reliance on technology? Yes, that is actually true. Working outside also incentivizes group work, which is under the connected standard of the graduate profile. Going outside also helps increase feelings of community, trust, and goodwill. All these things are vital to becoming a better person. Mm Now, I know we've been talking a lot about the benefits, but there are some concerns that need to be addressed. Exactly. When we were talking about our topic with Ms. Wacker, she showed us this document that needed to be filled out in order to allow students to go outside. 
On the document, it said there needed to be a clear reason the activity was outside. This shouldn't be an issue, though, because not every class needs to go outside. Only at beneficial times should it be allowed. I agree. Kind of building off on that, some would argue that certain classes just can't go outside. I mean, I don't think Mr. Pearl's computer science class can be held outside, and we can't use Bunsen burners for chemistry outside either. But once more, only classes that can be held outside should go outside. I remember we took a nature walk in honors ancient history last year when the weather was nice out, and we often went outside for math last year in Mr. DeSalt's class. Again, building off of that, weather can often be unpredictable. We don't need to go outside when it's snowing or raining or it's just bad out. We have the actual building right here, ready to be utilized. Exactly, and when the pollen counts are high or if students have life-threatening allergies like bees, students wouldn't be required to go outside. Teachers could partner up and take the kids who want to leave outside, and kids who'd be able to stay inside would be able to do so. Teachers wouldn't let students run free as they would still be confined to a certain area, that being the outdoor learning commons. I know it can be hard to focus outside studying due to all the distractions, but that only makes it better to do fun collaborative activities, which makes it perfect. Our final big concern is the lack of internet that's outdoors. But these days, most kids have access to phones, and for some classes, we hardly use our laptops. In math class, we mostly just work on a packet, so it would be super easy to work outside. Despite all of these workarounds, there are still teachers who just dislike the idea of going outside. This one kid in my math class asks Mr. Whalen every class to go outside, and he gets turned down every single time. I'm surprised he hasn't stopped trying. We originally asked Madame Gernhardt to have an interview with us about the benefits of going outside outside to do outdoor learning. Unfortunately, Madame declined because she felt that we get way less done outdoors than indoors. It is really easy to goof off outside, but that's why it's good for fun review activities. On days where class are ahead of schedule, like when we randomly have an extra A day or something, these would be perfect mental break days which allow classes to not get too ahead of schedule. It seems like we have found decent solutions to all of these problems. So what are our next steps? The next step would be to pick the best solution that would fix all these problems. This can be super hard though, as when you pick one solution, it might leave a need on that. That does sound pretty difficult. Although the main thing stopping us from working on packets and being able to work outside is the lack of space available. I haven't even thought about that. Not many people do, especially since we have the tables on the grass. Although it's available, it's often dirty and can be hard to work on with the table sitting on uneven ground. You're right. I've also never seen that space being available. I bet it makes it hard when we also have to shout space at the middle school. Actually, we don't. The middle school got an outdoor learning comments before us, which makes me more confused that they wouldn't think to give us one as well. Although the outdoor space would be an awesome tool for classes to use, it still has one unmet need. What would that be? The amount of time we actually get outside. Well, I bet if we had a better area for classes to go, more teachers would be willing to take us outside. You're right. Also, the amount of time we spend outside is not really up to us, but rather the teachers, which can be a a pretty hard thing to fix and change their opinion on. But this outdoor area can sure help us move in the right direction. Don't just take our word for it. We sat down with PHS's health teacher, Mrs. Holsclaw. Mrs. Holsclaw didn't seem like she was really for the idea, though, of just sending kids outside on the regular. I feel like a lot of teachers are like that, but mm-hmm. she talked to us about how hard it is to stay focused and about how certain students can be difficult to take outside. We mentioned the idea of an outdoor learning commons near where the middle school and the high school met, and she seemed much more receptive. Ms. Holsclaw mentioned that getting used to learning and being in school has been difficult over the last two years. She said that she likes the structure of being indoor learning and that having a whiteboard and an actual presentation to go off of really helps provide the structure that students are missing. She also mentioned that if there were just more internet available, a way to accommodate students who don't want to go outside and more supervision, like a hall monitor, an outdoor learning commons would be a great idea. 
Miss Holska made some great points. It was so nice we were able to get a teacher's perspective. Exactly. Miss Holska sees every sophomore in the school, so she gets a wide variety of students and personalities through her class. Maybe it would be best if students were, who were seen as more self-sufficient, so like students in AP or honors mm-hmm. classes, who might have an easier time doing independent work than kids who needed more guidance outside. I agree. Based on all this evidence gathered, it's clear that schools should be making an effort to increase time outside. Isn't it any wonder there's so many studies confirming all the benefits of outdoor learning? If you would like to help create an outdoor learning commons, bring it up to the administration. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Bye!